Welcome to this week's episode of the My Mysterious Bible Podcast. This week we're going to look at a mysterious occurrence on the Day of Atonement in Leviticus 16, where a goat is dedicated or for the demon Azazel. So we're going to start by reading from Leviticus 16.6. Aaron shall offer the bull as a sin offering for himself, and shall make atonement for himself and for his house, Then he shall take the two goats and set them before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And Aaron shall cast lots over the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for Azazel. And Aaron shall present the goat on which the lot fell for the Lord and use it as a sin offering. I'm going to stop there. That is, they would sacrifice this goat as an offering. Continuing, verse 10. But the goat on which the lot fell for Azazel shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement over it, that it may be sent away into the wilderness to Azazel. So now we have some questions, right? Why is a goat sent to this being in the wilderness, Azazel? So let's look at some options from the Lexham Bible Dictionary. Studies on the meaning of Azazel tend to focus on textual and linguistic evidence. The relevant scholarly discussion has generated four primary options. Azazel could be, number one, the name of a demon, and I've already tipped my hand here. Number two, a location. Three, an abstract noun. And four, a compound word. But with these four options, they're not all mutually exclusive. You're going to hear me say that on a lot of podcasts because we sometimes make things partmentalize and separate things when they don't necessarily need to be. And continuing on, because I think they do this here, whichever meaning is correct, the biblical text emphasizes the removal of sin more than the details relating to the goat itself. They do that in the singular, whichever meaning is correct. And I don't think that you have to select completely only one of these let's look at the options again the name of a demon the pseudepigrapha depicts azazel as a demon this is very prominent and the wilderness was typically viewed as the abode of demons azazel is featured briefly in the pseudepigrapha were the pseudepigraphal work of first enoch where he is described there as a demon who taught humans metalworking for the creation of weapons and adornments. So that kind of parallels the sins of the Watchers and what they taught to humans. Continuing on, And Azazel was cast into the desert as punishment. Relying on the use of the word goat in the construction of the name, it is possible... Relying on the use of the word goat in the construction of the name, it is possible that Azazel was imagined as a satyr-like demon roaming the desert leading to the prohibition in Leviticus 17.7 against worshipping satyrs. The sacrifice of two goats, one to God and one to Azazel, could represent a balanced theological dichotomy. This practice might make sense in light of similar rituals across the ancient Near East, especially in certain Babylonian and Hittite rituals, and in the early Mesopotamian literature. Scholars such as Pinker discount this theory, however, on account of Israel's monotheism. Based on his assessment of the ancient Near Eastern practices, Pinker argues that both goats in the Levitical ritual were for the same God, and by that he means Yahweh. 
Now, I'm going to interject here because I do not agree with Pinker on this, and I will detail my reasoning as we continue. So now let's get back to the text. In some extra-biblical texts, Azazel appears to function possibly as an analog for Satan himself. In the Apocalypse of Abraham, Azazel appears as a competitor for God's glory. He is portrayed as the one who persuaded Adam and Eve to disobey God. So that ties him to the Nakash in that particular bit of Second Temple literature. And he's also the, ent the entity who tried to lead Abraham astray and who received soiled priestly garments. The second option, Azazel could refer to a place such as a cliff which the goat would be thrown from. The later Jewish practice of killing the sin offering goat by pushing it off a cliff supports this. That's a bit of a stretch in my, my opinion. I don't know how you draw a direct correlation between them throwing the goat off the cliff and Azazel referring to the cliff. But I haven't looked at all of the arguments that support this, but uh, it's not very convincing to me. Option number three. It's an abstract noun. Azazel could mean destruction or entire removal. And it is possible that those that Azazel could mean both of those things, but that doesn't necessarily make that the only option for what Azazel means. And option number four. Azazel might be a word created by combine, combining goat, L, to go away with Azal. To produce the meaning the goat who goes away this is supported by the translation of azazel in the septuagint and the vulgate and i'm not going to go into the greek and the latin that gets uh, a little heavy but respectively though the fact that the goat goes to azazel in leviticus in leviticus 16:10 is an argument against this i mean azazel could mean the goat that goes away but respectively it that's as far as you can take it. It could have uh, several meanings. There's probably, except for maybe the first option there, or, or some of the first option, it can be a name of a demon. It can... I don't know about the location. I meant the, section, the second option. Um, I don't think it's a name of a cliff that the, de that the goat got thrown off of. I, there, I see nothing that supports that. The option that... Azazel is a combination of goat and to go away. Well, that makes perfect sense that the name describes what it does. The fact that it's that you could break it up into two words, the goat, L, and to go away, Azal, Azal. Yeah, that's that's all in the names, and that would be very like the ancient Israelites or the ancient Hebrew you know people to create a name like that. Moving on. Now we're going to turn to an online article by Michael S. Heiser, published by Logos, for some clarification. The title of it is, What or Who is Azazel? The Hebrew term Azazel occurs four times in, Levit in Leviticus 16, pardon me there, but nowhere else in the Bible. Many translations prefer to translate the term as a phrase, the goat that goes away which is the same idea conveyed in the King James Version's scapegoat. Other translations treat the word as a name, Azazel. The scapegoat option is possible, but since the phrase for Azazel parallels the phrase for Yahweh, or for the Lord, 
The wording suggests that two divine figures are being contrasted by the two goats. A strong case can be made for translating the term as the name Azazel. Ancient Jewish texts show that Azazel was understood as a demonic figure associated with the wilderness. The Mishnah records that the goat for Azazel was led to a cliff and pushed over, ensuring it would die and not return to the city. This association of the wilderness with evil is also evident in the New Testament, as this was where Jesus met the devil in Matthew 4.1. Also in Leviticus 17, 1-7, we learn that some of the Israelites had been accustomed to sacrificing offerings to goat demons. The Day of Atonement replaced this pagan ritual with a legitimate one. The second goat was not sent into the wilderness as a sacrifice to a foreign god or demon. The act of sending the live goat out into the wilderness, which was unholy ground, was to send the sins of the people where they belonged, to the demonic domain. With one goat sacrificed to bring purification and access to God, and one goat sent to carry the people's sins to the demonic domain. This annual ritual reinforced the identity of the true God and His mercy and holiness. When Jesus dies on the cross for all of humanity's sin, He is crucified outside of the city, paralleling the sins of the people being cast to the wilderness via the goat of Azazel. Jesus dies once and for all, negating the need for this ritual. I believe that explains it clearly and concisely, and I adhere to this position stated by Dr. Heiser, not the one put forth by Pinker. Now, I'm not going to be really dogmatic or argue with anybody about that, but that seems to make the most sense to me. In summary, the sins of Israel are placed upon the scapegoat, which is driven out of the midst of the people and into the wilderness, the place of the devil, and even to its death in that place of demonic beings. The sin is sent back where it belongs. And that concludes this week's episode of My Mysterious Bible Podcast. So don't forget, we have a Facebook group. There's a website, www.mymysteriousbible.com. And you can email me at mymysteriousbible at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed this. See you next week.